How to Recover from a Failed Podcast. Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 333. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning in-depth podcast about podcasting. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to launch and improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. But what if you can't find success? What if that podcast you've been doing or that you did before feels like a failure? That's what this episode is for, to help you recover from that so that you don't quit podcasting because a failure doesn't mean you have to quit. Why do we fall down, Bruce? So that we can learn to pick ourselves back up again. And I want this episode to be that thing to help you pick yourself back up and become Batman or at least become a great podcaster because you've recovered from your failure. So if you'd like to follow along with these nine steps to help you recover and keep moving forward, then look at the show notes for episode 333, from a tap away inside your app or go to the audacitypodcast.com slash failure. Number one, stop complaining. Complaining about what you call a failure is only wasting time. Your complaining won't improve anything. It won't fix the problem and it won't inspire others. Complaining gives your mistakes power over you and your podcast. Is that a position you want to be in? Probably not. But when you stop complaining, then you can start doing, doing what it takes to recover from their failure, doing what it takes to keep moving forward. That's step one, stop complaining. Step two, define your failure. What actually happened that you're calling a failure? Try to define it and even measure it if you can. Shift away from language like failure as a label for what happened and instead into a descriptive and measurable goal that you simply didn't reach. You should be describing a fact, not an interpreted consequence. This alone may help correct your perspective because you might realize what you called a failure was only one small missed goal. Like if I had the goal to make $100,000 from my podcast and I only made $99,000, would you consider that a failure? No, not at all. But why if I was sitting here saying, oh man, I only made $99,000, not $100,000. I'm a total failure. You'd think I was crazy because I came so close to the goal that it's still worth celebrating. It was not at all a failure. And with your podcast, you might think things like, oh, my podcast launch failed. But when you really look at it and describe the actual facts, not the interpreted consequence, you may come to the conclusion that the truth is I didn't make it into new and noteworthy, which that's a completely separate issue. Your podcast success does not depend on your making it into new and noteworthy. You don't need to relaunch. You're not a failure if you didn't make it into there. You don't have to go jump off some bridge, George Bailey. You can still have a wonderful life with your podcast. You might also say something like, oh, I failed at monetizing my podcast. But the truth might be I couldn't get the five sponsors I contacted. And you see, then you might realize, oh, there are all these other things you could have tried instead to monetize your podcast. Or you may feel like saying, my co-host is a failure at podcasting. But the truth might really be, my co-host didn't do what I expected them to do. Or you might feel like, I'm failing at consistently putting out a podcast. But the truth might be, 
I haven't been publishing episodes on the same days every week. Describe the facts, not the interpreted consequence. You need to define what you're calling failure. And as you get more descriptive and measurable in how you define your failure, you'll probably realize it was merely one goal you didn't achieve or maybe didn't fully achieve and maybe even not yet. That's step two, define your failure. Step three, take responsibility. Most likely, you're the leader in your podcast. Regardless of how you describe the failure, you need to take responsibility for it. Don't blame Apple. Don't blame your co-host. Don't blame your audience. Don't blame the technology, the niche, the competition, or anyone or anything else. Doing so is, again, like handing over your success and control to someone or something else. This is probably hard to accept, I know. You are responsible for what went wrong. Maybe you didn't work hard enough. Maybe you didn't pursue excellence in your podcast. Maybe you didn't do the right things. Maybe you didn't communicate properly with all of those involved. Maybe you didn't have the right expectations. Yes, mistakes or bad things can happen that are outside your own control, but letting these things wreck your podcast is still your responsibility. A mistake or a bad thing doesn't mean the failure of your podcast unless you let it be the failure of your podcast. This really isn't about what happened, but about how you contributed to it and how you handle it. You need to take responsibility. That's step three. Step four, understand what went wrong. When you have your failure defined and you're taking responsibility, then you can seek to understand how things led to what you're calling a failure. For example, if your co-host has been a horrible companion for your podcast, look at what kind of expectations you set for your co-host, as well as what kind of expectations you set and held yourself. Look at how you communicated. You might realize your co-host never knew what you expected of them, or maybe you never reinforced what you said years ago, and now your co-host is just moving along, thinking they're doing an okay job, not realizing that you have all of these expectations that you haven't communicated. So that's what went wrong, a lack of communication. Most importantly, when you know what you broke, you'll probably know what you need to fix. You may have already had a plan, but maybe you didn't follow it, either because you chose not to or you were unable to. In any case, you need to understand what happened, what went wrong, what broke, what needs to be fixed. That's number four, understand what went wrong. Number five, make a new plan. Recovering from any level of failure requires a strategy. You have to know what you'll stop doing, what you'll change, and what you'll start doing. This means making a new plan because obviously your old plan didn't work or it wasn't followed. When you have your new plan, you must clearly communicate that plan to everyone else involved. Otherwise, you might have this grandiose plan of how your podcast is going to be amazing and the best podcast ever, and you never tell your co-hosts what you expect of them or what their roles in that will be. Ensure your new plan, then, doesn't have the same problems as your old plan, because if it does, then you'll be making those same mistakes, just with a different flavor. This is step five, make a new plan. Step six, remove, repair, or replace the broken parts. 
This far into the process of recovering from a failed podcast, you probably realize what's not working for your podcast. It could be hardware or software, workflow, perspective, it could be people, content, and many other things. With each problem area, you can do one of the three following things. You could remove it, repair it, or replace it. If you remove it, this does give you more time, more money, and other resources to invest elsewhere in your podcast. Maybe you stop doing that segment, and so you remove it, and now you have more time that you can devote to making your other existing segments even better. Maybe you stop investing in a particular way to promote your podcast, so now you can invest that same amount of resources into some other way that's working better. You could also repair it. This allows you to keep those things you want, that you really enjoy, that you feel connected to, and maybe your audience feels connected to as well, but then make those things perform better. It's like when your car breaks down, most likely you don't think of completely demolishing the car. You probably don't think immediately of completely replacing the car. Your first thought is, what's it going to take to repair this so that you can still keep that car but that it continues to run and maybe even runs better. You could even replace the broken part. You might not be able to repair something, and removing it could leave a horrible void in your podcast. And in such cases as those, you could then replace it with something better. You might be thinking a co-host. You just replace the bad co-host with a good co-host. Yes, that could be the case. It could be something else that you're doing. Maybe replacing one tool with a better tool. Maybe replacing one segment with a better segment. Maybe replacing one perspective with a better perspective. Find what those broken parts are and then remove them, repair them, or replace them as is appropriate for your podcast. That is step six. Step seven, rebrand or relaunch. When you're ready to move forward with your new show, you have two choices. You could rebrand it or you could relaunch with a new show. When you rebrand That's when you have a fresh take on the same topic for the same audience. This is a great time for you to also adjust your visual and audio branding to go along with the podcast. You're reaching the same audience. You're using the same RSS feed. You have the same entry in all the podcast apps, so you're not resubmitting anywhere, but you have rebranded your podcast, and you're not defrauding your existing audience by doing a bait and switch on them that you brought them all here for one topic and now you're switching it around no you're still reaching the same audience you're talking about the same topic but you've kind of rebranded your approach to that topic you're approaching it from a slightly different perspective or with some different flavor to the way that you approach it new segments repaired things replaced things removed things rebranding is one option And the other thing you could do is relaunch with a new podcast when it is a new show, a whole new show for a similar or maybe even a different audience. For example, if I wanted to do the WordPress podcast, then it would be totally inappropriate for me to change the Audacity to podcast into the WordPress podcast because that's the bait and switch thing. What would be better is to then launch a new podcast. And then I could tell you, hey, I've launched a new podcast. It's the WordPress podcast. Go subscribe over here. And I'm launching something brand new. Even if I considered my existing podcast to be a failure, I can launch something new and fresh, new perspective, new audience, new topic. If you want to learn more about whether you should rebrand a podcast or launch a new show, then go listen to episode 268, And I have the link to that in the show notes for this episode at theaudacitypodcast.com slash failure. 
That's step seven, rebrand or relaunch. Step eight, build anticipation in your audience. Whether you feel you need to rebrand your existing show or launch a new one, let your existing audience know what's coming. Instead of apologizing for change, get them excited about the new direction. And make sure you also include simple instructions for what they need to do to get the new show. Like if you're rebranding, ask them to stay subscribed so they'll receive the new episodes, but to expect the title and cover art to change, if that's the case for your own show. If you're relaunching a new show, then ask them to visit the new podcast website where they can learn more and subscribe, and then make sure you have those subscription buttons over there, those being for Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Android.com, and the manual RSS feed that people can subscribe to in their app of choice. That's number eight, build anticipation in your audience. And number nine, keep moving forward. In the Disney movie, Meet the Robinsons, the main character, this little boy, invents something crazy and it fails on his first try. But that small failure is then celebrated with the line, keep moving forward. I've embedded the video in the show notes if you want to check it out, this little scene from the movie. And this is such a powerful lesson, keep moving forward. It's even a quotation that's been a little bit edited for the movie, but a quotation attributed to the Disney company that they keep moving forward. They keep innovating. They keep being curious. And that's why they keep moving forward. For you, as you're recovering from failure, well, I I think it only truly is a failure if we let it beat us and we quit there. But when we keep moving forward, when we overcome that failure, when we make the necessary adjustments in podcasting and keep podcasting forward, then that failure contributes to your success. That failure is no longer a failure. It was a lesson that you learned along the way. So this is step nine, keep moving forward. Again, how to recover from a failed podcast. Step one, stop complaining. Step two, define your failure. Step three, take responsibility. Step four, understand what went wrong. Step five, make a new plan. Step six, remove, repair, or replace the broken parts. Step seven, rebrand or relaunch. Step eight, build anticipation in your audience. And step nine, keep moving forward. Maybe one of the ways that you need to keep moving forward with your podcast when you're trying to relaunch or rebrand or anything like that is to get some help from others. That's what Podcaster Society is for. Even if you're not an active podcaster, but you've launched a podcast before, you can join Podcaster Society and get some help and inspiration for your relaunch or for your rebrand, some help and inspiration for you to keep moving forward. Check it out at podcasterssociety.com where I and other podcasting experts and all of the other members can encourage you, challenge you, motivate you, provide feedback on new things that you're doing, help you figure out maybe what went wrong, and most importantly, what you can do to keep moving forward. Check it out and join over at podcasterssociety.com. Thanks to Logo17 from the United States who wrote this kind review in Apple Podcasts saying, absolute gem. Daniel has an angelic voice? That question mark is my inflection. That's not in Logo17's review. Angelic voice. Wow. Thank you. And they continue with saying, his free podcast has an incredible resource for helping me with my own podcast. I'm so thrilled I found this when I did. Well, thank you, Logo17, for that kind review. Hey, do me a favor. Go back to the audacitypodcast.com slash failure and leave a comment with the name of your podcast so I can link to it in the show notes because I like giving credit there. 
Thanks to Caron from the United States and host of Habeas Humor, who wrote this kind review saying, a must subscribe. I recently discovered the Audacity podcast and I became a big fan after hearing just a few episodes. There's great information here. For example, one of the recent episodes gives a list of things you should check with your RSS feed. Before listening to this, I barely knew what an RSS feed was. I also had no idea that a show can make it into Apple's new and noteworthy, even if it is not new. I thought both labels had to apply. This show offers both advice and encouragement to podcasters. Plus, with hundreds of episodes in the archive, you can just browse for the topics you are most interested in. Take advantage of this resource. Thank you for that kind review, Karen. And the Habeas Humor podcast is a fun take on the law and other topics. You can find it at habhumor.libson.com. That's H-A-B-H-U-M-O-R.libson.com. And thank you for that kind review. Remember to include at least your first name and the name of your podcast in your review. That way I can give you a shout out and link to it in the show notes. And this episode was short because it's more important that you need to go out there and take action to recover from the failure that you feel like you've faced. So go out there and podcast again. Keep moving forward. And now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go launch and improve and maybe recover from a failure podcast so that you can share your passions and find success. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from the audacitypodcast.com. Thanks for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.